morning. Um, all right. So, uh, woke up to something a bit interesting. Actually, today I was just really going to be talking about like retro type stuff, but then I was like, I saw this, this post, I saw this post and I was thinking to myself, like, wow, just how many ways, how many ways can, uh, can Google emphasize to us that Hangouts is going to be gone? Like how, how many ways? And I just, Sorry, I didn't understand, but I found something else. Do you want to know whether Google Hangout is being discontinued? No. <laughs> oh man, I, I, she was going to steal my thunder. Do you hear that? Assistant was going to steal my thunder. How rude. Absolutely. How rude. All right. So this comes from slash gear. Slash Gear pretty much uh, posted up this article not that long ago. Um, just kind of breaking down a little bit of what's going on with um, with all these changes. And so I'm going to read the, the article out and, um, and then just kind of talk about it. So here, give it for anybody else in uh, the replay. And uh, for most of you guys who actually watch this in the replay, hashtag replay crew, because I know I am a bit early. So... Um, yeah, let me uh, full screen this here. And um, okay, <clears throat> so Slash Gear reports on this. Uh, it was written by Chris uh, Davies. Uh, As Google sunsets Hangouts, here's how chat, voice, and Fi will fare. Um, all right, so verbatim as as uh, wrote out, uh, Google's approach to messaging has a reputation for being confusing. And so the search behemoth is trying to make a little clearer what's happening with Hangouts, Google Chat, and the integration with other products. At the moment, Chat coexists with Hangouts, with the latter also integrated with Google Fi and Google Voice. And you could also be using uh, Chat within Gmail. So this already sounds confusing from Jump. So at times, indeed, it can feel like Google has a mes- a messaging strategy, an app for every person individually. But the goal is to get everyone on the same platform, even if they're interacting within a diff- uh, within with it in different ways. Uh, eventually, Google Hangouts will evolve completely into Google Chat. I like how they use that word "evolve" when <laughs> literally. They're not changing Hangouts into Google Chat. They're they're going to migrate everyone over to Google Chat and then completely just close out Hangouts. Um, yeah, so that says Google Hangouts will evolve completely into Google Chat, but uh, you'd be forgiven <clears throat> for not quite understanding how and when that'll happen. Next year, Google says Chat will be released as a free service. It'll be available as a standalone app, but also integrated into Gmail. Currently, chat is part of Google Workspace, which launched earlier this month. Currently, that's available to business users, but from next year, it'll be offered to everybody else. So I guess I'm like in some sort of like beta test because I already have I already have access to Google Chat with one of my Gmail accounts. So my main gmail account that i've had for since 2011 that already has access to google chat but if i was to switch and go to like um one of my more one of my most recent gmails i created it will tell me that i am not a g suite user so i do not have access to google chat so i guess it's uh 
like older uh, Google accounts already have access to Google chat to some degree. There's not a lot that you can do within the app itself. I mean, like, you know, any like already open chat messaging threads within Hangouts appears in Google chat. But uh, anyways, I'll explain that a little bit here in a little while. So it kind of gives you um, an idea of like what each looks like. So you see Hangouts on the far left. You see uh, what Google Chat looks like within Gmail. Then you see Google Chat as standalone. So you can see all the differences in that. Um, And then what's missing is uh, this little new chat button with uh, Google Chat currently right now. Like I said, I'll explain that here in a little bit. Uh, let me just kind of check the comments here really fast. And so good morning, Kathy. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. How are you this morning? Uh, yeah, I'm very early. So but I am glad that you made it and you didn't miss it live. So I'm very happy to have you here. Um, okay. We got Gene in here too. Gene, what's up, bro? Good morning to you. Um, all right. So it looks like I got chat kind of caught up. So let me get back into this. All right. Um, So it continues on to say uh, from the first half of 2021, then you'll be able to upgrade from Hangouts to chat. Existing Hangouts conversations along with saved history and contacts will automatically be migrated across. Uh, A lot of it will be familiar stuff uh, since chat supports features from the Hangouts like group messaging. Now it kind of goes into here's how Google Fi users will be affected by Hangouts. This gets kind of confusing just a little bit, but they say here that earlier in the new year, Google says Hangouts will uh, is going to lose Google Fi support. Um, that the company explains is because more and more Fi subscribers are using the service for their messaging and calling, leaving Hangouts behind. I think that's a little that's a little bit of a weird statement i feel like that fi subscribers have been using the native dialer and the native um, google messaging app or android messages app or just flat out messages app uh for texting and rcs messaging native dialer for phone calls um there's not a lot of people i know that use fi that just completely use hangouts as it's all-in-one messaging which is what um Hangouts was intended to be in the first place. It was supposed to be a all-in-one call and messaging service. But anyhow, <laughs> um, it says, uh, to make the transition easier, Google is going to add SMS and phone calls uh, for five users in messages by Google. It's already there. I mean, what, what do they mean by this? This is this is just flat out weird. Did it mean Google Chat? And if they're going to add SMS and call support from Google Chat, that's pretty stupid because then they're just reverting back to Hangouts. Anyways, I'm gonna go over this in today's uh, podcast rant. But <laughs> oh man, you know sometimes they're too nerdy for their their own good. Um, Let's see. Uh, you'll be able to make uh, voice calls and check your voicemail include, uh, included through the messages web interface. So the messages on like Chromebooks and stuff like that, you'll be able to do that there, which is already available, as well as manage message conversations across devices. Now, that's something new, though. So. I, 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 don't, I don't know. I don't know where they're going with this. <laughs> I mean, it sounds nice. You know what I mean? So like I have like, 
you know, if I have a Google, if I have a Googleified line and then I have my two visible lines, am I getting calls and messages to my two visible lines as well through that through Android Messages app? Is that what they mean by having calls and and texting go through Google Messages? And if so, man, that's going to be confusing. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> uh, existing Hangouts conversations. Um, will support migration into messages too. Uh, with more information about that and all the other changes coming later this month, Google promises. I don't believe any big giant tech companies promises. Uh, so now to go on for Google Voice, Hangouts will eventually lose support. Well, obviously, and it says Google Voice has so far had a pretty tight integration with Hangouts. You've been able to receive calls to a voice number in the Hangouts app. For example, uh, from this month, however, Google plans to direct Hangouts voice users to the full voice app if they want to do text messaging or calling. Uh, early 2021, Google says Hangouts will lose Google Voice support altogether. It's not the only big change that the app faces. <clears throat> this just gets uh, pretty interesting. Uh, before I move forward, let me just kind of check the comments here. Uh, let's see. Kathy says that she is doing greatish. Um, my 2010 account has Google chat, right? It, so Saldana, you pretty much know where I'm coming from on this, just like using Google chat. And then, um, it's not really, there's not really much you can do with it right now until this, this migration is completed. So, I mean, you can continue to chat with already created messaging threads that you've had in hangouts with those users. But now let me ask you this. Are you able to initiate a new chat or start what they consider like a new group or, or like a, a new chat room. Are you able to initiate that? Cause I'm not able to, it won't let me like create a new chat and start chatting with somebody. And then of course too, with Google chats, it's just so plain. There's not a lot, like a lot of the things that you would do on hangouts, like the stickers and things like that are not even there. So it's just, it's just a plain, like a plain Jane chat messaging really is all it is. Um, See, Zoom is better. I tried Hangouts. It doesn't work very well on my internet service. Yeah. Well, what they're really talking about here is not so much the video chatting, Gene. They're talking about the messaging. So, like, messaging is more emphasized in Hangouts. We're pretty much clear that the Hangouts video chatting doesn't work very well. It's the reason why Duo came along. That's the absolute reason why. Um, but as a matter of fact, just to let you know, they're actually closing out uh, Hangouts video chat in, in favor of it, that w- in the meantime, until Hangouts is completely gone, they will be using actual Zoom, not Zoom, but um, Google Meets in replacement of that. Baby Yoda is up in here. Baby Yoda, he says, yeah, Tito, aloha. Aloha, my bro. What's up, man? And the force is very, very strong with you today. Okay, let me get back into this and kind of finish this up here so we can uh, I can rant on about this <laughs> in my own thoughts. Um so then it goes, Google, oh, Google Hangouts is losing a feature before it's retired. It says, from early in 2021, Google plans to remove the call phones feature in Hangouts. Uh, there will be notification warning users of the deadline from this month, along with the instructions on how to get a refund on any calling credits you might have in the app. Google said this reaction to the upcoming telecoms regulation changes that the EU and the U.S. are bringing in 2021. 
Uh, it's not the only change. Come November, Google says it plans to update the group video calling experience and Hangouts with Meet to improve on to improve on quality. So there you have it. All the changes um, to various different services by Google affected by Hangouts basically being dusted. So that's a bit interesting. Um, man, oh man. So hang on one sec. Uh, have my mic muted there for a second. All right. So here, here's the craziest thing about it, right? So I already knew that they were going to basically dust out Hangouts and just pretty much get rid of it. I've advocated that. You know what? They should just – all these changes that they're trying to configure and implement should – to me, shouldn't even be happening. I mean, if they wanted things to get better, like why go through – why take – it's like a puzzle. Why take – all the pieces of the puzzle and try to shift them around to make them fit when there's really only one piece that needs to be rotated to complete the picture. If Google would invest all this energy that they're doing to consolidate, move, and you know migrate people, if they would invest that same type of dedication into um, just classic Hangouts itself to make it better, they would have made it better. You know, the fact is that is that they want to they want to push Google Chat, which, which is a crazy thing because, like, you know, when you think about it, here's literally how this started. So we had we had um, Google Plus, and then Google Plus Chat, and then Google Plus Chat evolved into Google Hangouts, and it was Hangouts for a long time. Then they implemented, um, you know, Google Voice messaging within Hangouts and Google Voice calls. Then they added support for Google Fi for calling and text messaging and then chat, um, video chatting as well. Then they got rid of carrier support because they allowed carrier SMS and Hangouts at one time. You can actually make it your default SMS app. So you had that. They took that away. Um, They took out Google Voice integration for a little while and then they brought it back. But then they split Hangouts into a three-way. So then you had the regular Hangouts they called Classic Hangouts. You had, um, was it uh, Hangouts Chat and uh, Hangouts Meet. So that was Chat and Meet, basically. You know, And uh, Hangouts Chat was for chatting for businesses. Hangouts Meet was for video conferencing for businesses. And then Classic Hangouts was for consumers. Now they're trying to take Hangouts Meet, which is just now called Google Meets. And they've implemented that into Gmail. And then now they're trying to move all the features from Google Duo into Meets and allow that open for consumers. And then they're trying to take Hangouts Chat, which is now known as Google Chat. And they're trying to open that up to consumers. And then move all the features that's already in Classic Hangouts into those two entities. And it, it's it's a cluster fudge of decisions, migrations, integrations, and just flat out just... It's just confusing. So just, Im- just imagine, 
you're impressed that I kept up with that. Oh man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, to be quite honest, I liked hangouts. I I, I genuinely did. I always felt that, you know, um, they could have beefed it up a little bit more for consumers. They could have got rid of their video chat functionality within it and just left the video chat icon within Hangouts, but made it to where when you tapped it, it launched Duo for video calls. And then, yeah. But like, yeah, Google wants to, Google is really trying to build out the Google graveyard. They're, they're really trying to build it out. What for? I mean, we have a lot of things that's that's already in there, you know, um, Inbox by Gmail, Google Plus for consumers. Um, Hangouts is about to join it. Gchat. Um, there's just so many. Google Allo. Allo was another chat service that <laughs> was doing pretty well when it launched alongside with Google Duo. And then they were like, not enough people were using it. But again, I keep saying this to Google. The reason why you don't have enough people using it is because you don't you don't support it. It's like you like building toys, but if the toy starts to show wear and tear and breakdown, you don't have a warranty, you know, repair shop for your toys. It's the same thing with app development. You like to build different services that all do the same thing, have the same functions, but when they don't seem to work that great, rather than trying to fix it and make things better, you would just rather, okay, we're, we're closing it. We, you know, it, it, it wasn't successful. We're closing it and um, it's done. And then right after that, then, then you want to go and build something else of the same thing. This is Google's major problem when it comes down to it. I mean, so now, you know, people are going to get confused because Hangouts is going to close. They're not sure what to use with, with Google Chat. But on top of that, why would they want to invest, you know, chatting with their friends and that when you have a, a, a multitude amount of chat services like WhatsApp and, you know, you can chat within um, Instagram, you have Facebook chat, you have you know, Kakao, which is like one that's used in Korea, you have, um, there's so many of them. So why would anyone want to invest their time in Google chat? I mean, sure. They're probably, they're probably going to sell us on, you know, for Android users, for Google users. This is like the best thing for you because it really seems like it's going back to the days of Gchat, which Gchat went alongside with Gmail. And then, so so what? They're they're gonna emphasize that because you have a Gmail account and you're an Android user and, and and a Google user, that this is great for you and your families to just chat and stay in touch with each other. But you know, it's 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 the whole vision sounds well. The whole vision sounds well, but then then we start to think to ourselves, but but what if you cancel this in two years? What if you migrate everybody over to Google Voice? You know, like. Those are some of the things here that, you know, I kind of I kind of think about. And then so it makes me it makes me think to myself, like, why? What? Why would I want to invest? Why would I want to build a chat thread of, of, you know, stuff? Because one of the things that people do in chat besides just chat with each other is like, you know, it it's also a record, a, a record conversation for memory, for memory keepsake. You know, like if I was, you know, if I was chatting with my dad. And then he said something that, you know, I never wanted to lose what, what he said in the chat. I could always go into the chat thread and scroll all the way back to that date and time of when he said it and read it and get my reaction of it again. 
But if they're closing services, then I would have to like screenshot it. And you know, you know how bad that is. Like, like you, when you go on your, on your Google photos and you got a selected uh, folder that says screenshots and all it is, it's filled up with a tr- with chat thread messages that you've screenshotted because a specific chat thread from Google was taken down or, or closed out. People get tired of that. People just want something that works. They just want something that works. Make something that works. That's all they got to do is make something that works. And that's that. Let's see. Uh, I love making calls from my Nest Home Hub and my Lenovo bedroom speaker. We Okay. I mean, that's cool. <laughs> Hangouts has nothing to do with that, bro. But that's cool. Yeah. I mean, you can do that. You know. Um. Oh, okay. <laughs> Google Meet is also horrible. Um, have you used it like you know a lot? Google Meet because I have I have yet to to do anything on Google Meet. Um, I know my wife has has uh, has done video calls on Google Meet. But Google Meet can't compete with Zoom. I'm interested. Oh, oh, what what makes, you know, you have something going there, Gene. You should probably do a live stream and talk about that. What makes Zoom better than Google Meet? Because me, I don't really care to use Google Meet. When I video call my friends group-wise or whatever, I use Duo, not Google Meet. I use Duo, and that, that's what I use. But, like, and real quick in the comments, Gene, like, sum it all up real quick. What makes Zoom much more better than Google me just out of curiosity Maverick what up we got donuts and tea hot Earl Grey oh nice you know what this might sound weird I don't think I've ever tried Earl Grey tea or I mean I don't know if if that's like a flavor or something I don't know like you'll have to school me on that one Maverick and let me know um but yeah, so that's that that's where it's at right now. That that's that's what Google's trying to do right now is push everyone to use Google Chat. It's like it's like kind of coming full circle, right? In, in sort of a way, if you want to chat with other, you know, Google users, because I'm sure you'll be able to find them by their Gmail. So if you have their Gmail in your contacts, you'll be able to chat with them through Google Chat. Um, which you know, GChat is exactly what it is, Google Chat. They just went full circle on the chat side of things. Google Meets, oh man, I really hope that they don't that they don't do that, that they don't put all the features that they have in Duo into Google Meet and just have Google Meet as it. Because Google Meet is already implemented into Gmail. If you go into Gmail, you can literally see uh, Google Meet in there. If you go in there on your on your web browser, you can see it. There's a section for it. If you go on your phone, there's a tab for it. Let's see. Um it's last two centuries. Captain Picard loved it. <laughs> when I used Google Meet, the stream went out and it wasn't our internet. It was uh, Meet servers. Oh, huh. interesting. That is interesting. You should demo that. Just out of curiosity. It's not that I'm defending Google Meet. It's just I, I want to see. Cause I haven't used Google Meet. I haven't had anyone like anyone that that I would video call that's a Google that's Google user. I use Duo, so I'm just not entirely sure why. 
Hang on one sec. I'm not entirely sure, like, you know, what what will cause that. As I hear from other people that Google Meets is actually pretty good, uh, Caleb actually really advocates for Google Meet. And he said, like, one of the things that he likes about it is that it's got good encryption, like, good um, end-to-end user encryption. So he feels secure with his video calls that uh, everything will be fine. You know, nothing would... You know, he doesn't have to, like, worry about um, intruders or watchers or anything like that. I don't know. To me, I have no idea. I have no idea. But, um... Okay. Anyways. Yeah. So, that's, um... Hangouts, man. I don't know. I have no idea. Anyways, um, yesterday, if you guys didn't know, um, they actually had a keynote for Google Search. Did any of you guys catch that? The uh, Google Search on 2020? I thought thought the event was actually pretty cool. Um, Let's see. There was a lot that they talked about. I just want to kind of touch base with um, one of the things that um, they're making changes with. So some of the cool features and whatnot. Hopefully this doesn't play a video. Okay, let me um, let me share this out. But I mean, there's there's a couple of cool things that's actually coming to Google Search that I think is. Uh, kind of nifty a lot of it a lot of people were were bored watching it because obviously it deals with google search so you're you know you're not seeing um like a new new piece of hardware like i was watching it on um on jerome's podcast yesterday after i was done live streaming and uh i was watching i was interested in it some some uh some um developers were interested watching it but a lot of people were like you know commenting like i'm looking for a secret pixel in 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 the in the background or something like that i was like oh yeah you know (laughs) anyways um so here we go we'll just kind of like peruse through this so i'll full screen this for you guys and um now here we go so this is going to talk about a lot of the new things that they're adding into Google search. So Google search on 2020. So some of it, I mean, yeah, there's like the, Oh, it's the video. I wanted uh, something else. I wanted like, I don't want to go through the whole thing. Like the whole video. Cause I'll, I'll completely bore you guys. <laughs> Okay, here we have it. Let me just double check, make sure everything's cool. Uh, so there's a couple of things that was added into search that, you know, is going to become helpful. One of them is uh, what they call humming. So, like, if you don't know, like, the lyrics to the song that you like, and if you, you know, you know, obviously you don't know the the artist who sings it, but if you know, like, the beat of the song so you know you can hum it like say spongebob right so (laughs) if you do that google search can figure out what song you are trying to find out what it is and it'll it'll, it'll bring you 
the name, the name of the artist, the name of the song, um, who produced it, all that information, and, and I'll play the song for you. So you could actually search songs by humming. I thought that was kind of weird. Uh, but obviously, you know, their AI is getting um, a lot stronger and stronger. So with a lot of updates that they have done to Google search, um, yeah, Siri is crying right now. I'll say that. And to other people, like the information was like massively boring, which is why I don't want to play the actual video keynote because I don't want anyone to fall asleep. Um, but it just talks about, you know, like how AI is powering more helpful oh, Google. Of course, obviously, everything is AI based now. Um, they're talking about how duplex is getting smarter and making life a little easier. So I'll just kind of tap on that real quick. We'll just kind of go over that. Um, yeah, so it says in 2018, we introduced uh, duplex, our AI technology that uses natural conversations to get things done. Uh, since then, we've been exploring how conversational technology can be both easy to interact with and helpful to save more, more time. So at the Google search on event, uh, they shared an update on how Duplex and Google Assistant are helping people in their everyday lives from providing more accurate business information and products like Google Maps to uh, booking appointments and reservations on your behalf to waiting on hold for you. Um, they're continuing to bring Duplex to new places to make life easier. Um, so there's like, you know, all this info here. I'm not going to read entirely through it. But yeah, they did make some updates to a duplex, which is something that I'm absolutely interested in um, because of several key things there, you know. One was actually, you know, talked about, um, which was, you know, coming to uh, Pixel devices in the next Pixel drop, which, you know, allows duplex to basically take the, the call that's on hold and to wait on that while you can get other things done. And then once someone live gets back on the phone call, duplex will alert you that you have a live agent on the phone so you can continue without having to listen to that dreadful hold music uh, that's probably one of the biggest things um tales of the encryption <laughs> so so duplex gene um basically it is um it it is ai powered assistant so it's it's part of google assistant what it does is, is that it actually um, interacts with people on your behalf. So this was actually unveiled. Actually, you know what? I'll just show you guys this. Hang on. Let me go to YouTube and y'all, you'll, you'll see exactly what duplex can do. So I'll find the, the, the demo. Um, and then I'll, I'll play it. So let me just kind of stop screen share there. And uh, for those that don't know, you guys will get a crash course on it. But I think it's really cool. I'll share audio too. Otherwise, you won't hear it. Okay, let's see. Here we go. The progress with the assistant. As I said earlier, our vision for our assistant is to help you get things done. It turns out a big part of getting things done is making a phone call. You may want to get an oil change schedule, maybe call a plumber in the middle of the week, or even schedule a haircut appointment. You know, we are working hard to help users through those moments. We want to connect users to businesses in a good way. Businesses actually rely a lot on this, but even in the US, 60% of small businesses don't have an online booking system set up. 
we think AI can help with this problem. So let's go back to this example. Let's say you want to ask Google to make you a haircut appointment on Tuesday between 10 and noon. What happens is the Google Assistant makes the call seamlessly in the background for you. So what you're going to hear is the Google Assistant actually calling a real salon to schedule the appointment for you. Let's listen. Oh, how can I help you? Hi, I'm calling to book a woman's haircut for a client. Um, I'm looking for something on May 3rd. Sure, give me one second. Mm-hmm. Sure, what time are you looking for around? At 12 p.m. We do not have a 12 p.m. available. The closest we have to that is a 1.15. Do you have anything between 10 a.m. and uh, 12 p.m.? Depending on what service she would like, what service is she looking for? Just a woman's haircut for now. Okay, we have a 10 o'clock. 10 a.m. is fine. Okay, what's her first name? The first name is Lisa. Okay, perfect. So I will see Lisa at 10 o'clock on May 3rd. Okay, great. Thanks. Great. Have a great day. Bye. That is duplex. So as you heard on that on, on that that demo, and that was a real demo, that wasn't like staged. They really had they really had that happen. So initially what you do with, with, with how duplex works is that you would use a hotkey command with your assistant and say, you know, book me, you know, a haircut at Ted's barbershop for between 10 a.m. and 12 p.m. And while the assistant says, okay, booking appointment it makes the call for you. The AI and the way that it speaks to the barbershop or to the hair salon has human mannerisms. So <clears throat> honestly, the lady at the hair salon didn't even know she was talking to an AI computer because the AI computer had had the all, all the mannerisms of a human. Like if you, you, you heard closely, when um, when there was that that moment of pause because the salon had to check the the listing for for booking a, a haircut, Google Assistant's response was mm-hmm. something that someone would say on a phone call. So it was very natural. Duplex does that just the same as Duplex also will hold. So if you're calling like your doctor's office and they're super busy, so the nurse picks up says you know you know Doctor Fredrickson's office and you're like yeah I need to speak to Doctor Fredrickson about my my uh, prescription. She says, okay, you know, we're kind of swamped right now. Do you mind holding? And you're like, no, I don't mind holding. And she puts you on hold and it's like a 10 minute hold. Right. So you don't have to sit there listening to that hold music. You, Duplex will take over and listen and hold on that call for you. And you can sit there and, you know, read a magazine or play a video game on your, you know, on your couch. And then when the nurse comes back on and says, okay, I'm back. Hello. As soon as she says that duplex understands that and then gives you an alert that she's back on. So you, all you do is just hit continue call and get back on the phone and say, yeah, you know, I need to update my prescriptions or something like that. You know, duplex basically does all these interactions with you. It's supposed to make things a lot easier for you. That that's, that's the whole thing of the duplex program, uh, which is Google's AI power. This is why I say that, that Google's AI blows apples out the water like siri is crying but again with with google search on 
they talked about several several things added to you know Google search and AI that um, is just going to make search much much more easier. Um, so yeah, so these are these are the the six articles that basically has to deal with it, right? So how AI is powering um, Google more helpful. That's one of the way. Duplex got a little bit smarter. Um, the humming. So humming a sound, Google search will find it. Here's some other things too as well um, that I know of from watching that that event. Um, so one of the things is, is like say that you're going to change the oil on your new car, right? Say you got a, you know, um, a 2015 Mustang. You're going to change the oil on that, right? So you Google search um, where to find the uh, the plug to drain the um, train the to drain the oil pan. You don't know where it is on your car, so you Google search it. Now, obviously, there's YouTube videos that will show you how to change the oil on that particular model car, <clears throat> but you don't want to watch a 20 minute video to find out where that plug is because you're pretty knowledgeable in changing the oil on your car yourself. You just need to know where it's located. So by, by Google searching, you know, where is the oil plug, where's the oil drain from the oil pan on a, let's say 2015 Mustang, right? What Google search will do now powered by AI is that it'll bring up the videos, right? When you click on the video on how to change the, uh, the oil, it'll actually already have pre-scanned the entire 20 minute video and find that point where it locates that oil plug. So when you hit play, you're going you're, you're gonna to watch the video from that point of where you need to know where the oil plug is and not where the guy starts to intro the video and how many quarts of oil you'll need and what tools you'll need to have on hand. It will bypass all that. It will help you bypass having to watch all that just to get to the point of what you're trying to search. So that's one of the also new things that's, that's been built in, into the AI-powered assisted on search, which is cool. Because who the hell has time to watch a 20-minute video when you're only trying to get one thing that will take four seconds to show you? And that there isn't a four-second video to show you already on YouTube, you'll find it within a longer YouTube video. And that works with anything. If you're trying to cook, if you're trying to cook, like you, let's say you're trying to make one of the most you know, ubiquitous Thai dishes, patai. So you're going to make that. But you you already know most of the stuff to how, how to cook it. You just want to know like, how do you season the chicken to it? So that you Google search that and it brings up a video that's a cooking tutorial on how to make that dish. But it skips the first 10 minutes of the ingredients, the pans, the things you need. and gets right to the point of where you season the chicken so you know how to do it. That's another thing that's, you know, within the, uh, the Google search is bypassing a lot of what they call white noise uh, search and just getting to it. There's also specific search now. So say you're searching to get the um the, the LG Velvet, right? I'm gonna take Kathy's phone for example today. So you want to get the LG Velvet, but you know, everybody doesn't live the exact same lifestyle. You know what I mean? So not only will search bring up all the LG velvets that it can find on the internet that's for sale, but it, it's categorized. You can actually really define your search. So all these bubbles will pop up underneath the results of, of, of the search bar and one will say budget. Cause if you're trying to buy an LG velvet on the budget, then I'll, you can click that and it'll narrow your searches down to all the LG velvets that are considered underpriced. So you'll find one at a great deal. Or if you're like, 
you know, I want to, I want to buy an LG Velvet that's brand new, or if I want to buy an LG Velvet that's been refurbished, like you, they'll give you that. So you can narrow your searches down and, you know, flush out all the white noise searches, therefore getting you to right to the point, making search a lot more faster for you. So that is another cool thing with search that they're bringing to the table um, along with um, AI assistant uh, machine learning is for that. How you shop too will also be. So therefore, when you search for something, uh, instead of giving you something that's not completely what you're looking for, it'll push all that out. For those who look for like, say like this hoodie, Say you see, you know, you you don't remember the name of the design or whatever, whatnot. So you you search up a picture and then you see a photo of like me wearing this hoodie. When you click on that, search will bring up every site that has this hoodie. But not only that, it'll bring up the type of design. So if you're into like fashion, you'll know what what fashion era that hoodie comes from, how it was made, certain details about it. If, if if ruffles is what you're looking for, then it'll bring up everything that has to do with ruffles. You will find the exact hoodie and what stores have it online just simply by looking at the photo and highlighting just the hoodie itself from a photo. So you can choose the hoodie. You can choose the type of fashion design that I'm wearing. If I'm wearing, you know, what's what's today's favorite popular pants? Shredded pants. If you're wearing that, it'll, it'll, it'll bring up a lot of information on that. It'll even help you match clothing. So if, like, if you pick out this particular, I call this my sort of sage hoodie because it kind of matches the Pixel 5's color, well, then it will bring up even fashion designs that would match with this that would look good as an entire outfit. So those are some of the specific things that are going um, towards search. Another thing that they beefed up was Google Lens. So... You know, people could be walking down the street, right across the street, they see this restaurant. They're not sure what kind of food they sell. They're not sure what kind of rating they have or the hours of business or whatnot. Sometimes people are a little too shy to just kind of walk in and kind of ask questions about the restaurant because they feel like that, you know, the host is going to put you in an unfair position of being pressured to actually stay and buy something to eat. But you know, if it's not your cup of tea, you don't want to stay there and spend your money. But sometimes you're just too nice to just say, oh, okay, yeah, you know, we're not really in the mood for that. Thank you so much. Have a great day. You know what I mean? There are people like that. Can't blame them for it. Here's what Google Lens can do. With your phone, you activate Google Lens. You don't have to do anything else but just turn on Google Lens. If you point your phone at that restaurant, in an AR scene, you're going to see a yellow bubble just above the name of the restaurant, when you tap that on your smartphone screen, it's going to bring up every information about that place. Like if it's a restaurant, it'll bring up, of course, the name of the restaurant, which you can see from the sign outside. It'll tell you what style of food it serves. It'll tell you hours of operation. It'll tell you if it's, you know, you know, where you have to reserve a table or if it's walk-in. It'll tell you the entire menu list. It'll tell you if it's, if it's you know, if they have uh, vegan options, if they have gluten-free options. It'll give you the whole shebang on that restaurant without you having to step inside and ask the host what they have, what they serve, what they use, what kind of ingredients they have. Is it reservations only? Is it walk-in? Is it casual dine-in? Is it formal dine-in? You will get all that 
in Google Lens just from pointing your phone at it and tapping the yellow bubble above the name. So those are the things that they brought in into Google search with the search on 2020 keynote. And so, I mean, I, I, I found it to be fascinating. Now, I know for a fact, if I played the keynote, it'd be boring because the people who were talking about it were absolutes, like they, they were dinosaur snooze boring. Man, when it comes to search, there's Google can make Google, you know, the, the, the search on keynote event, they can make it better. They could have. They could have done more demoing. And they could have had a guy who was more enthusiastic to come out there and, and say that. Um, but they had people that were part of the development team that, you know, obviously can't turn anything dull exciting. Therefore, the event was very lackluster. So that's why I didn't play the event or do like a reaction to the event is because I didn't like I want you guys to to stay awake and enjoy your Friday. I don't want you guys to accidentally fall asleep and then lose like three or four hours because you know, Tito put us to sleep with that boring keynote. Like, I didn't want to do that to you guys. I'm probably slightly boring myself, but I like to think I'm a little bit more entertaining than what they did on that event. So I just figured I'd talk about it. Um, but real good stuff. The, it, these are things that, that come in. So, like, that, that's why I say, like, software is very important. Um, I know Apple Watts disagrees with me. He says it's, it's 50% hardware, 50% software. But to me, it's 80% software and 20% hardware. You interact more with the software, but when they do things like this, like implement things to make search much more easier, you know, it, it, it brings for a better experience. And the funny thing is, is that these things happen every year and yet hardly anyone notices the major changes in search. They just, I mean, they may get like a, like a brief glimpse of it. Like, oh my gosh, that was easier to search now. And that was it, but they don't really see like the, the absolute changes. You know what I mean? The absolute changes doesn't uh, really appear unless someone actually emphasizes it. So to me, I thought like, you know, Google search on 2020 was a, was a really good, really good, uh, you know, uh, developers conference. Um, this is stuff that we would have heard about at Google IO. So it's like they split Google I up into two things. We had the launch event of the pixel five, the pixel 45 G, you know, the nest audio and the uh, Chromecast Google TV. That was all the hardware stuff, which was in late late September. And now we got the software stuff on the search on because we didn't have Google I.O. this year. And Google I.O. is a very big event for Google. A lot of things happen. I mean, I've seen the calendars. Yes, I'm a super nerd. Screw it. You guys know that I'm a super nerd. Even if I don't or can't afford a ticket to go to Google I.O. because I think it's like $2,000 to get a ticket to go in there. Um but they have the app, the Google I.O. app. And then when you open that, it tells you the three-day calendar of the events that's going on. Of course, everyone looks for the Pixel launch or these new hardware launches, but they have a lot of different things. Like Search on 2020 would have been one of the keynote events that they had at Google I.O. What up, Snead? Good morning. Yes, I started early today. Got lots to do this Friday, so I had to get this thing going on. Um, hashtag super duper nerd. I am man. And you, you know what? <laughs> I just like, yeah, <laughs> nerd squad. <laughs> I mean, so yeah, that, th th those, those were some of the, the, the really cool things coming to search that I, and, and I, and I really feel like that these things that are coming to search are helpful because I'm a shy person. Like I said, with, with Google lens, I'm not going to go walk into, into a restaurant that I've never eaten at before and start asking them questions about their restaurant. But I wouldn't mind taking my phone and just holding it up from across the street and letting Google Lens 
bring me info about that restaurant. Everything from the time that they open to close, the ingredients that they use, if it's gluten-free, is there vegan options, is, you know, their pescatarian options. Pescatarian is a, is a thing. That's a person that only eats fish. You know, you get all those things all because they've beefed up um, Google Lens and AI learning. The fact that they went ahead and, um, you know, made search even easier where if, I search, you know, where is the is the oil drain plug on the 2015 Mustang? It'll bring me up a YouTube video of how to change the oil on a 2015 Mustang. But when I click that video, it will find that one point in that video that shows where the plug is and play from that point, cutting out 10 or 15 minutes of waiting or two minutes of like swiping to find it. It just automatically finds that one point within a 20 minute video and brings that to me. The fact that I, I can see a picture of someone's outfit and say, hey, that's a badass outfit. I would rock that and, you know, tap on it in the search and it'll bring me up everything that has to do with that clothing, the design, the cut, the style, the color. And I can choose if I'm looking for things in that color, if I'm looking for things in that design, if I'm looking for things to match out with something else that I'm buying and be able to buy an outfit based on Google search, helping me put piece these things together and find modern fashion styles and even retro fashion styles. That is a great thing that happens in search. The fact that I can hum a song that I've heard on the radio that's stuck in my head and Google will know what I'm, what I'm humming and tell me what the song is, who sings it, and then, you know, play it on one of my favorite music, music things. Like those things are pretty cool. Why not? Cause there's probably a song that I, I listen to like, um, was was it um, one song that always gets stuck in my head a lot because my dad played it and we watched the music music video to it was Paul Simon You Can Call Me Al, which the music video had the actor Chevy Chase um singing, but it really wasn't him singing, it was Paul Simon. And Paul Simon, obviously, if you guys don't know, is from the 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 duo group Simon and Garfunkel, which is back in the day. But you know, sometimes I forget the song is You Can Call Me Out. As you, as you saw, I had to sit there and think for a minute. But if I had hummed the beat to the song. Google search would know what I'm, what I'm, what I'm humming. And it will tell me the name of the song. Boom. So you could be like, you know, what's that song from? Hmm, 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 and Google search will tell you what it is. That is cool. Siri is crying. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Hashtag Siri is crying because they beefed up AI quite a bit, quite a bit. Um, and you know what? Yeah. So just make anyone suffer that, you know, that boring keynote. I thought I'd talk about it. So now that you also, you know, Gene, now, now that you know what duplex is, um, what do you think about duplex? Are you going to actually utilize it? Because it, it, it's not a setting that you turn on within, you know, um, Google Assistant to that extent. Really, you won't even know that it's actually happening. That's the sad part. You won't even know that it's happening. Because if you were to say, like, if you were to use the hot key phrase and then say, you know, book me an appointment at the dentist. It's the call is going to happen in background. So you won't hear it. There is a recording of it though. I think you could probably hear it after the call has been done. So if you need a reference back, you can go back and play back the actual call between assistant and the dental office. Um, uh, was it reception receptionist, but yeah, you won't hear the call live. But that's cool. The fact that they beefed up duplex to take these, uh, can you hold or your call will your call will, will be on hold for the next 43 minutes. 
instead of sitting for 43 minutes listening to that god-awful elevator music, just have Duplex stay on the hold for you. You know? That's also something that's pretty cool. Uh, but also, just to kind of recap a little bit, too, we went through the whole thing of basically Hangouts, and it's total annihilation. Which is like you know, kind of kind of insane, but yeah, I, I went I went through the little history lesson of you know the whole things with, with Hangouts, how Hangouts came to be, what it's going into right now. We kind of went over where things are going to start happening, and I think I think it's such a it's such a, a boneheaded move. A lot of people are going to be superly confused, and trust me, people don't want to deal with all the mass confusion. They'll just give up on it and say, "Hey, peace out. I'll just use WhatsApp or I'll just use something else." or whatever social platform they're on that has a natively built-in messaging, they're just going to use that to message with their friends. I, I guarantee it because people are tired of Google doing something, making something, and then giving up on it because they want they, they like to build and create, but they don't like to maintain a warrant, you know, a warranty um, repair, war, you know, manufacturer's warranty replacement type thing. You know what I mean? Not even a replacement. I don't want a replacement to Hangouts. I just want Hangouts to stay, you know. And, I, and and that's my analogy for it. Why shift a bunch of puzzle pieces around to make it fit that one piece in the middle when you can easily take that one piece in the middle and rotate it to fit the rest of the pieces around? They could have just fixed Hangouts to make it much better. They didn't have to go the whole nine yards and Hangouts is going to go away so Google Voice users that use Hangouts are now going to have to rely on Google Voice and uh, Google Fi users that were using Hangouts as their all-in-one call and messaging are going to have to use the native dialer and and, and, Go and Google Messages and you know and and and, and Hangouts users were going to have to migrate to Google Chat. Like, do you see the unnecessary confusion and how and and how how complex it is? People don't want complex things thrown at them they just want things to work especially with a chat app like hangouts click the app icon open the app thread click my friend here and start chatting away they don't want to like okay i'm waiting like hold on jerry you have to wait because google's still migrating my threads over to google chat I know you're there already, but mine still doesn't give me access. So I'll chat with you like seven days from now when they get on the ball and move all my stuff over there. Like, who wants to deal with that? Do you guys want to deal with that? Is 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 that something that you find as pleasing services? Do, do you guys want to deal with that? Because I sure as heck don't. Let's see. Oh, we got hey, we got Oscar. Hey, Gene, how are you doing? That's oh, okay. Cool. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Good afternoon, says Thomas Ryan. Uh, good afternoon to you, good sir. Uh, okay. Yeah, no, I'm really early today. So. <laughs> but anyways, um, have you heard the Halloween song on Google? No. Is that something that you asked the assistant to sing? Tell me now, Jacob. I'll have assistant sing it here. But you got to tell me exactly what to say. Because if, if I say something completely different than what you said to get the song to be played, be writing, boom, it's going to play something. So I got to know exactly. Like, let me know what it is. 
Yeah. So what do you guys think? Um, feed me some feed me some chats. And by the way, everybody, please, 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 please smash the like button and it helps circulate this podcast to more people out there so more people can come and hang out with us. Uh, please, please don't forget to do that. Uh, above everything, I know. I know I have a PayPal. I know you guys can, can donate if you want to. But, you know, the real, real important thing that, you know, that I would really, really like is thumbs up, like what, what, what Wayne's doing right there. Like Wayne Campbell is doing it. And he, he's been doing it this whole time for like 59 minutes. If he can do it for 50 minutes, you can just click it once, please. I'm glad that Google hadn't rid of Google Messages. Well, no, they're not going to. They're not going to get rid of Google Messages. Things are being consolidated in, into in Google Chat. So Google Chat, oh my God, <laughs> will just be the chat. Um, Android Messages is going to get a little bit more beefed up. Uh, beefed up to the extent that a lot of what, like, Google Fi support. And, and, and this, is where I, this is where I find things very weird and where it's going to be really strange. Um, Google Fi support. So if you use Google Fi and say you were using Hangouts as your all-in-one messenger. And um, so Google Hangouts is where your Google Fi calls went to. It's where your Google SMS messages went to. And you weren't using the native dialer or Google Messages. Because Hangouts is going away, um, calls and messages for Google Fi subscribers will now be within Google Messages. But here's the thing. You'll be able to find it on across all devices. So if you have multiple Google devices, say, you know, one's on Verizon, one's on AT&T, right? And then you have another line that's Google Fi, those messages will go across all your devices, including uh, Google messages for, for web. So like on your Chromebook or on your Windows computer, if you have it installed there, your calls and messages will go there too. That's going to be a little bit confusing. See, if I have Google Fi, I just use a native dialer for my phone calls and then Google Messages for text and RCS messaging and nothing else. All right, I'm going to give it a shot, Gene. <laughs> Hang on. Hey, Google, raise volume to seven and a half. Hey, Google, play that Halloween song. Sure. Here's the Spotify playlist called Halloween. Hey, Google, stop. Hey, Google, stop. It didn't do it. <laughs> I tried to do it from Spotify. I don't know why. I don't. I don't even. I don't even have Spotify connected to it. What the heck? Oh, oh, I think I said it wrong. Let me try again. Hey, Google, play the Halloween song. All right. Here's the Spotify playlist for no. Halloween. Hey, Google, stop. Stop. <laughs> Today, Siri is laughing. Hashtag Siri is laughing because the assistant just totally failed, totally bombed. I don't know why I trying to go on Spotify for. But um, yeah, anyways, let me see. Um... No, I don't want that. Where's uh Okay, here we go. 
Let's see exactly how to activate it. I'm pretty sure it's what is what Gene said, but my assistant's just not listening. Um It's an about assistant helping various creatures. What? Oh, hey Google, sing the Halloween song. It's Halloween time, and I'm here to help a werewolf whose howl looks more like a yelp. A ghost with its cheek all wrinkled and stained. A vampire with a cavity? What a pain. Oh, how they feel so sad and low. All need to do a search and find them info. A voice class for the werewolf every full moon. Dry cleaning. The ghost. It will look spiffy soon. A dentist for the vampire and clean fangs too. Halloween. Can you guys hear that? Now how can I help you? Oh my lord. <laughs> Did you guys hear that? Because I can ask it to do it again. Let me know if you guys heard that. Hashtag Siri's laughing. Now, Siri can't laugh anymore. Now Siri's crying again because it was this guy's fault. I said the wrong command. Yes, new one and old one. That apparently is the new one. But yeah. <laughs> um, so anyways, moving away, moving aside, moving away from tech um, before I close this out. I know I've asked this plenty, plenty, plenty times, but you know, I ask again because maybe sometimes plans change. But uh, what is everybody's plan for Halloween? Like, has plans changed? Are you guys throwing a Halloween party? Um, I know what Google's doing. It's right there. <laughs> oh man! All right, yeah, silly, silly, shameless joke. <laughs> but like, what are you guys doing? Um, hashtag series crying. <laughs> I don't know. Let's see what else. Hey, Google, what's a werewolf howl sound like? This is a werewolf. Nothing because the uh, uh-huh. I am probably working. Oh man. Nothing because of that. Uh nothing planned. You're not gonna throw like a Halloween party. <laughs> Siri is an ostrich hiding in the sand. <laughs> Let's see. Terry's crying because Google Hangouts is ending. <laughs> oh my gosh. No Halloween parties? No Halloween parties? Okay, well, I'm going to ask this. Do you guys want me to do like a quick live stream on Halloween? Because uh, my kids are going to dress up and we're going to have a, a Halloween party here. So if I was to do it, it'd be like 6 p.m. my time. Uh, which I think would be like 9 p.m. Uh, East Coast time and 3 p.m. Hawaii time. 
Yeah, I'm doing a I'm doing a Halloween party here. So, uh, um, what I'm actually doing is, is that the kids are, you know, they're gonna we have a party in the house. You know, I'm gonna set up a little thing uh, for them to bob for apples. We're gonna make um, um, caramel apples and uh, um, and candy apples. Uh, I got I got candy stashes already built up, so they're actually gonna trick or treat to my bedroom. Um, Google Assistant actually plays like a Halloween theme. So I'm actually going to decorate my room if I can. This is an iffy. I'm not entirely sure I'll be able to do this, but if I can, um, to make it spooky, they have to come inside here. So this will be like the haunted room of the apartment. And um, they'll get candy for me. The second wave of them looking for, you know, getting candy is they'll have to hunt for candy in this dark room and see what they can find. I'm pretty sure they're going to knock over a bunch of stuff. Um, and yeah, we're going to watch some scary flicks, but I mean, I, you know, I can live stream really fast and just maybe I'll tell like a ghost story or two or something like that. I don't know. You guys let me know if you guys want me to do that. And I'd be more than happy to do that. What about on Halloween, 930 PM Eastern time? So, it's, so you want me to do it at 630 my time? Cause I could do it any time of that day. I just I'm just trying to think of of um you know my friends that's in the East Coast, so I don't want to do it like like 10 p.m. my time where it's like early. Actually, it'll be November 1st their time. <laughs> but yeah, all right. I mean, yeah, you know, you guys let me know what what time works, and I'll do a live stream. I'll do it from my phone though, so it won't be like on StreamYard. It'll just be from my phone, mobile, move, you know, walk around. Um, yeah, whatnot. But anyways, guys. All right, so I'm gonna close this out because I got I got a ton of things I gotta get done today. I appreciate everyone coming in, even though I did it two hours earlier than usual. Um, you guys are awesome, really appreciate that. Enjoy the rest of your Friday. I may do a stadia um stream tonight for sure and play um Dead by Daylight. So if you guys, um, I'll probably do that 6 p.m. my time. So that'll be like 9 p.m. Uh, East Coast time. So if you guys want to come watch, hang out, and chat with me, that'd be super awesome. Um, I suck at Dead by Daylight, so you guys will actually laugh at that. But it's a pretty cool kind of scary game. Um, but all right. Um, before I close this out, again, I do want to give a shout out to the members. So I appreciate uh, those that have become a member of the channel. Really appreciate you guys for doing that. You guys are awesome and amazing. Uh, at the same time, I do want to thank uh, Thomas Ryan, Kathy, Jean, Isaac, Oscar, Sneed, um, Saldana. Uh, who else? I want to make sure I don't miss anybody. Uh, I said I think I said Oscar. If I didn't say Oscar, Oscar again. Um, yeah, I see Sneed right there. Uh, you guys are amazing. Maverick, also. Thanks, uh, Maverick, for popping in here and hanging out with us. Um, I don't want to miss anybody. So Alex also came in here too as well. So shout out to Alex. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. If you've watched this completely on the replay, hashtag series crying <laughs> uh, for the Google search. Um, but other than that, guys, thanks for watching. You guys are awesome. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. And uh, yeah, as always, Allah. <laughs>